Welcome to the Grit to Greatness podcast. Thanks for tuning in and making your choice to win. This is the show where we not only motivate and inspire, we give you tactical strategies to implement on your way to greatness. And now, here's your host, Chuck Farmer. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the latest episode of Grit to Greatness. It's been a tremendous journey so far, and I'm excited to tell you that today we're coming live from the AFLAC State of Tennessee meeting here in downtown Nashville, Tennessee. So it's a great opportunity. It's our first time actually being live at a location, hopefully not the last, but very excited to be here at the Renaissance in downtown Nashville. We've got a special guest with us today. Um, He has been a very successful sales agent from the very beginning with AFLAC. And he's a single independent guy out of Chattanooga. So uh, introduce yourself there and tell us a little bit about yourself real quick. Hey, Chuck, my name is Jason Klein. Uh, I wanted to just come on here and, and thanks for having me. And uh, I feel really blessed to be here. So Awesome. I'm glad for Jason to be here. He's uh, been, a, like I said, been a very successful uh, young gentleman already and got a lot of things ahead of him. And so he's going to share with us today a little bit about his journey and where he's going And hopefully it will uh, really fit in with somebody out there that's listening today as they're looking at maybe changing their career. Maybe they're in sales and they want to do better. Uh, Maybe they've kind of hit a a wall and they want to grow. Just lots of ways that his uh, conversation today will be able to benefit our listeners. So uh, really excited to get started. Um, First of all, like we said, you were in the restaurant business, I think. Like me, I started out with Cracker Barrel when I was in college and uh, found my way to the restaurant business, howbeit about 20 years later. I don't think you're in the business that long. You're hardly that old. But kind of tell us the story of uh, how you got me in the sales business. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I was um, working in the restaurant industry pretty much from the time I turned 16 to the time I started with Aflac. So I started off Taco Bell. I kind of moved up the chain in, in that way. I started off Taco Bell, then went on to Salserita, Salserita, Applebee's, uh, then then onto nicer restaurants after that. So it, it was, um, it was definitely a journey from that standpoint, but, um, yeah, so I, I, I had picked up a shift at the restaurant that I was working at. And at the time I was, you know, super happy with my job. I was making good money, still living with my parents. So I didn't have any bills. I was just, it, it was, it was incredible, you know? Um, and I picked up a shift one morning that I wasn't even supposed to work. And lo and behold, you know, my future leader, Taylor and Rebecca, um, they were sitting at a table. Obviously, I didn't know them at the time, but uh, they, after I, I got done serving them, gave them their <clears throat> their check and everything like that, they were like, "Hey, you know, you should come in for an interview. What's your phone number?" And and I was like, "Okay." You know, I was I was a little bit hesitant, obviously at first, just because I, like I said, I was super happy in the place where I was at. I was complacent, um, getting. Uh, I'm sure you know this too. As a server, you get cash tips, you know, and so. It, that that money every day it's like it's it's hard to it's hard to to lose you know and so um but i i came in for the interview and the rest is history so wow i love that story a couple of things i want to share here first of all you know the restaurant business is great i mean i love it it's kind of funny because you know uh there are a lot of people who go into other things down the road from restaurant business and i think it helps them because they learned how to work hard they weren't learned work ethic. They learned how to deal with people. It's just a great industry for those that go on to do other things. I mean, uh, uh, 
Um, we complain about it. I joke about how I was working 90 hours a week. You know, in the restaurant business, you work nights, weekends, holidays. A lot of times when everybody else is on vacation or on a holiday, that's when you're working the hardest. Yeah. yeah. So it's amazing. So I, I love the restaurant business. And then there's those people that we, we love out there that are restaurant for life. And those of you that are listeners listening to this, we really appreciate you. Um, we need uh, those restaurant lifers. And I know a lot of them still do. And, and it's, it's, a, it's a great uh, business to be in. But a couple more things real quick. You know, first of all, you know, you said you were doing a shift you weren't even supposed to be on. You know, you think about that. What if you hadn't taken that shift where your life would be different today? And I think God has a plan. And oftentimes we don't know what's going to happen today or tomorrow when something's going to change. And we might even think of it as a bad thing, but yet it's because he had an opportunity in front of us, a plan for us. That's just amazing. Yeah. And then also that we need to be looking for opportunities to share with people, you know, in our business, we want to share our business, you know, uh, uh, Taylor and Rebecca look for an opportunity to wit to talk to you about the sales business. And so we, in the business, we need to be looking for that opportunity. You never know who you're going to come across, but then also to take it to the next level as Christians, you know, think about your story where somebody who says I came across somebody and they witnessed to me and I became a Christian. So as Christians, we want to always be looking for the opportunity to witness to the right person when God makes that available. Yeah. Yeah. So that's awesome. That's, like I said, just, you know, in this business, you think about if you'd not been there that day, what if they'd not said anything to you? What if they'd not nominated you? Yeah, I, I, I can't imagine how different it would have been. I mean, I, I don't think I still would have been there. You know, I, I think I would have found something, but I, I wouldn't have found this, you know, and I, I truly feel like I'm, I'm where I'm meant to be. And you're right. I mean, God does have a plan and everything does happen for a reason. and so. I mean, that's, that's why, like, this is all, I, I'm, I just feel so blessed to even be here right now. It's, it's absolutely incredible. And, um, yeah, yeah. Wow. I was going to say something else, but I forgot. Hey, that's all right. Well, you have been very successful um, and have done so well already. Tell us about that initial journey and how you've gotten to where you are. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> a journey is definitely what it was. I'll say that. <laughs> um, I, I started and it was really about two years ago, actually. It was August of 2019 was when I took my test and, and got licensed and everything like that and started training. And, um, and you know, it, it, was, it was pretty good at first. I was making a little bit of money here and there. And, and I, had, <laughs> I had two months. It was November and December of 2019 where I made like, 4,500 or five grand a month. And at the, at the time that was like, Oh my goodness, I'm riding off into the sunset. You right. know? And so what right. I did was I made, uh, I made the smart decision of racking up the bills. So I moved out into a, my own apartment. Um, I, I bought a car, uh, a very nice, expensive looking car. Right. Um, and then I, I also got a sales coach, which he was incredible, you know, but expensive. And so like all of a sudden I, in a, in a matter of what, three months I was, I went from being a server with my parents, having no bills to all of a sudden having like $3,000 a month that I had to come up with. And it was just, I, I mean, it was a learning experience. That's what I'll say. Um, and lo and behold, two months later, everything shut down, you know, the world, the world shut down. And so I was really, I mean, there, there was, it was tough. That, that time was tough for me. Because even January, January and February, I was still nude, still didn't really know what I was doing. 
and I, I didn't make I didn't even enough make enough to break even those months. And then come March, everything shut down. We were out for an enti- entire quarter, basically. And right. so um, it was I remember one time in April. And I, I tell new agents this, too, just because I, I feel like it, it it would have been inspirational to hear coming from myself at that time. Um, but there was a time in, in late March or April, I don't know, one of the two, where I, I literally was in the negatives in my bank account by the hundreds. Um, I didn't have any any sales or enrollments or anything like that coming up. Nothing like that scheduled, obviously, obviously, because everything was shut down. Um, and I had next month's bills of $3,000 coming out like a matter of three days. No no way of making money plan, nothing nothing on the books. I uh, didn't have wow. a second job. I was actually like, I, I, I was legitimately physically handicapped at the time too because I, I had herniated a disc in my, in my back. Wow. So I couldn't even walk hardly. Wow. Um, and so it just felt, I, I just felt like my world was upside down. Everybody's was at the time, granted, but um, in my personal life, I mean, that was just tough because I, I couldn't, I couldn't mentally move. I felt like I couldn't physically move and I, I was stuck. I was up against a wall. And that was, that was, that was a time really where <laughs> a lot of character was built. And I feel, and, and actually, I'll be honest with you, Chuck. Um, I, I was an atheist or at the very least an agnostic ever since like my freshman year of high school to to that time last year. Wow. Um, and didn't, didn't really believe in God. I, I wanted to, but like logically, I just, you know, I, I was struggling with it. And that time is what brought me back to God because there was literally, I, I was, I was desperate enough one day to, to, to get in my car and say, God, I don't know if you're up there or not, but I'm, I feel like I'm pretty screwed. And if you are, I need some help, you know? And ever since that day, I, I've just, I've, I started praying more and more often, and um, that's that's been a huge staple in my life ever since. Wow. What a great story, man. You're giving me chills. It's awesome. I mean, to think about, you know, our listeners, many of our listeners will listen to this and think, you know, we were there. I was there. Or, and to be honest, there'll be some that'll say, I'm still there, and you're going to be able to motivate them to see what you came through and where you are now. And then the part about where you were in your relationship with God and see that, you know, even as Christians, you know, I've been a Christian most of my whole life, but I still go through times difficult where we're, we don't feel as close to the Lord as we should. And we have to come back to the God and, and, uh, just a, a great story. I mean, that's awesome. So you're, you're really at your wits end, so to speak. You just started the business, all this hits, you're even physically hurt. And, and now you're reaching out to God kind of tell us the rest of the story. How did you uh, come through all that? Um, it, it, it definitely took, I mean, so I, I just really had to, to change the way that from a business standpoint that I ran things because I couldn't walk. So I couldn't, I couldn't go out door to door, right. To businesses. Um, I had to hop on phones. So phone prospecting was 100% of what I did at the time. And, and that's when I did prospect. I feel like back then, nobody really, especially through the pandemic, not a lot of people were prospecting, Right. but we, we had on our team, we had one day where we would pick an hour uh, every week and, and just make a, a ton of calls, hop on a Zoom meeting and, and make calls together. And so from that, I learned how to phone prospect and, um, you know, get appointments through the phone and everything like that. And so, um, but from a personal standpoint, everybody was stuck at home, you know, and so we were all kind of, it, it was, it was a time of reflection and self-awareness for everybody. 
Um, and it, it, it was an opportunity, honestly. And I, I believe that no matter what, what happens, good or bad, you can see things as an opportunity or as an obstacle, you know? Um, and I chose to see it as an opportunity. I, I made that conscious choice. And I really had to look at myself deep down and my habits that I was had good and bad back then it was mostly bad habits. And I, I really had to do some self digging to figure out what I needed to change and being stuck at home. I, I got into the habit of waking up early reading. Um, you know, I worked out every day and it, it was, it was a big change for me from a habitual standpoint, as well as a business standpoint. And not to mention the, the, the self personal growth as well that came with that and, and those challenging times. And so, um, it, it was, it was having to adapt and, and overcome. And I feel like it made all of us stronger, no matter, no matter what career you're in, uh, but especially sales and, and, and commission, you know, it, it made us very, very strong because it was, it was something that nobody has ever had to deal with in, in our lifetimes, like nothing like that's have ever happened. And we couldn't have expected it. Um, or at least not recently anyway. And so, um, but yeah, just had to learn how to adapt. And from there, I mean, it, just applying what I learned, applying the habits, applying the phone calls and, and running with it ever since. And so uh, it wasn't until about August. So I was legitimately uh, about a year in when I started making the actual like halfway consistent okay. income. All right. um, and I don't like telling new agents that because it's like, oh, I got to wait a, a year. But it's not, first of all, it's not like that for everybody because of COVID. Right. But also I made it a lot harder on myself than it needed to be with the car and the, you know, moving out and everything like that. And so, but it, it was about a year uh, until I started making consistent income. And from there, it just, it just exploded because from someone who's very much monetarily motivated like myself, when I start seeing it, it's like, Ooh, I, I get I it now. Exactly. You know? And so, um, so seeing that made me want to work more and ended 2020 eventually as the, the top new account agent in the state. And I was very blessed to, to be in that position. I mean, that was something that was, I literally looked at the, at the, uh, RPM or, or whatnot, um, and saw that I was like number three in August. I didn't even realize it at the time. Like, right. Oh my goodness. I didn't even know I was stopping my region, let alone number three in the state. And so from there, I was like, well, maybe, maybe I can do this. And before then my mind wasn't even on the state or on the, on the country, God forbid. Right. Um, and so seeing that really changed my perspective. I'm like, well, maybe I can do this. And so it took a lot of work for sure. And it was a very tough fight. There were, um, Ashley Desmond Baker and, you know, all the, all those people, Chan came on in June and he was absolutely killing it. And so that motivated me to be like, okay, these guys are catching me. Um, you know, better, better get to work. So, wow. So, what yeah. a great story. There's almost too much in there for me to encapsulate. I mean, uh, just some great stuff in there, man, about, uh, you know, our whole thing is about discipline, determination, grit. And you had that, you know, you were determined to work through it. And then when you had some success, you know, I think that really points to, to, to what people see is that uh, there's nothing better than some success to want you to reach more. You know, uh, even physically, you know, a lot of coaches uh, in physical fitness and stuff talk about when you see the first results, it's all over. You start to see, hey, this is working. And then you just want to do it more and you want to see more results. And, and so you've seen that in this business. I mean, what a great story how you, you push through and overcome. And like you said, for some people, you know, it may be two or three months. Uh, for some people, it might be a year or more. Even our, our leader, Kelsey, 
did not win a lot of those initial contests. And yet you look at where he is today. And so um, just a tremendous story. And then also, again, to back up, you know, when we're having difficult times, there is a God and he does care. He is there and he wants to help you. So what a great story. So, you know, with all that said, what would you, uh, what would you want to tell other people, our listeners that are either a, they're looking to maybe change careers. Maybe they're in sales and they want to get better. What are a few of the points that you want to share with people to say, Hey, this is something you can do. Um, one thing that I, I always felt that I had that a lot of people don't is being open to opportunities. I walked out of college when I was a freshman, you know, two, two months in, um, knowing that maybe I'm not going to have a college degree and that's fine, but I'm going to be open to any opportunity that comes my way. Awesome. You know, and, and I feel like in, in today's world, so many people are closed off and, and it's, it's justified, honestly. So many people want complacency and so many people get comfortable in the same spot, just like I was in the restaurant industry. I was, I was ready to be there for quite a while, you know, and, and so many people get complacent though in, in whatever they're, they're in. People just like being comfortable. That's right. um, and even if it's an opportunity that comes their way that it is clearly, you know, the better decision, it's like, well, because I, I wouldn't have even gone in for that interview if they hadn't have called me. That's the thing too. Um, and, you know, so that, that's what I would say. If I was giving advice to someone, I would say, don't waste an opportunity. You know, um, if you see an opportunity come your way, always, uh, at least always give it thought. Um, always think about it and, and you know, Right. Take it, take right. it, just like I you know, did. Uh, pray about opportunities that come your way and ask God, is this a door you're opening? Exactly. You know, is this a door? And then, you know, God's going to show you in some different ways through prayer and the Bible and circumstances. Hey, this is a door I want you to go in. And I love, you know, one of my favorite quotes is get comfortable in the uncomfortable. Yeah. People like being comfortable, but to really grow, you've got to be uncomfortable. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And then what about the, the, just the, the, the discipline determination part where you were in that difficult time. And of course, obviously you went to the Lord, but you know, is there anything else you'd like to share with people about what they're going through the difficulties? Uh, what would you want to share with them about, Hey, there's a future ahead. Well, speaking about the future ahead, uh, what I, what I honestly had to do, and this was not even, this was subconscious almost. Uh, you have to think of today as the past. You have to think of today as what you will be looking. How am I trying to word this? Do you, do you understand what I'm trying to say? Absolutely. Yeah. Like, because now what I, what I see is when I look into my past, I see, well, I could have worked harder, you know? And so today what I'm going to do is I'm going to work as hard as I can so that I, I'm not going to leave anything on the table so that in the future, I can't, I can't say the same thing. I'm going to, I'm going to look back in the future. I'm going to say, I worked the hardest I could. It's like Kobe Bryant. He said one time, I don't want to retire and look back and say that I could have worked harder. That's and right. so he, he was a legend yep. because of it. And so um, think of today as the past. Think, think of, and this is something that I really had to train my brain to do, but don't think of yourself in the current situation that you're, you're in. Think of yourself in the situation that you will be in two years down the road, as long as you continue to, to grind and have grit and have that, you know, drive to want to grow. Think of yourself two years down the road and it, it'll cut it. It'll numb you to the pain of what you're going through right now. And it's, it's just, it's a mental game, sales, business, and uh, it, there's nothing better, seriously, because the, 
the monetary growth, the income growth. I mean, I, I could not have, there's nowhere else in the world that I could have gone without a college degree at 21 years old and making, making what I am now. I mean, it, it's, it's insane. And that's what I'm going to teach my kids one day is that like, you can go to college if you want to, and that's totally fine. Get an education if you'd like. Um, but if you want to go into sales or you want to start a business up, absolutely. That's right. You know, in this day and age, you can start a business, you can go into sales and, and do so well. Yeah, that's right. Well, there's just been, I mean, you've done a great job, uh, Jason. We were so glad to have you here today. I mean, it's just, like I said, it's so much to unwrap. Uh, people will be listening to this a couple of times to get all the, the information out of it. You've been a great uh, example for us and given us some great ideas. And I really appreciate you being on today, man. This has been great. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, I'll be back next year after I'm number one in the company. I like it. <laughs> we look forward to that. Um, hopefully about January or so after the state kickoff, maybe we'll do a, live mm -hmm. one there after you've gotten your award for being number one. How about yeah. that? Yeah. Sounds great. All right. So we look forward to that. So listeners, I really appreciate you being with us today. It's been a great episode with Jason and uh, we look forward to the next episode having with you as always Psalm 1914. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of grit to greatness. We sure do appreciate it. If you haven't done so already, make sure you're subscribed to the show wherever you consume podcasts. This way you'll get great updates as new episodes become available. If you feel so inclined, please leave us a review. We sure do appreciate it. Signing off from the Grit to Great podcast studio. We'll talk to you next time.